Welcome to Mrs. Lombardi's Ethicist Podcast. This is the first podcast where I will be posing an ethical situation to my 7th grade class and asking them to be the ethicist experts. Students will respond in writing to an ethical situation taken from the New York Times Magazine column titled The Ethicist. Is everyone ready? Today's title is, You're Going to Sell Your Home, Should You Mention the Snakes? We live in a large house on a one-acre plot, and one-quarter of that is a wooded ravine, full of wildlife like deer, raccoons, the occasional woodchuck, possum, or even fox, and quite a few copperhead snakes. We have lived here for 45 years. I see one to three snakes a year. They are not aggressive, and you learn to take precautions. Nevertheless, I have been bitten as have several neighbors. They can show up in the backyard, in the driveway, or in the gardens. Once I found one lying across the threshold of my front door. We will have to sell our home in a few years. I am very worried about the snake problem. Suppose someone with small children wanted to buy the house. I cannot imagine anyone wanting to buy if they knew they were, there were poisonous snakes nearby. I doubt any real estate agent would appreciate my informing prospective buyers of this. I thought of sending anonymous warning notes very cowardly. Of course, if a potential buyer asks me directly about wildlife, I will mention the snakes. I think. This writer's name has been withheld. Now, I am asking you 7th graders to be the expert. What do you think this homeowner should do? Please support and explain yourself. I also would like you to make some suggestions for this homeowner on how they could make this difficult situation work. You have three minutes on the clock to write. You may begin. Okay, put your pencils down. I'm going to read you what the expert ethicist had to say. It is scruples like yours that help explain why real estate agents don't like to have the sellers around when they bring in prospective buyers. The snakes themselves are sure to keep better hidden. Because the North American copperhead is so well camouflaged, experts say it will often freeze rather than flee. When approached, the strategy usually ends well for all concerned, but not always. It's that whole don't tread on me thing. Your lawyer or real estate agent would be able to tell you whether you have a legal duty in your state to reveal the facts that you have told me about. As a moral matter, though, you ought to mention these snakes to anyone who is serious about the property. You know they would want to know. If you're wavering on your resolve, ask yourself how you would feel if you learned after you you sold your place that the buyer's child had been hospitalized from a copperhead bite. Rationale, informed buyers shouldn't automatically avoid your property, so long as you give them all the relevant facts. For one thing, the copperhead's bite is considered mild as venomous bites go. It's virtually never life-threatening, although the risks are greater for children and the elderly. In fact, The Centers for Disease Control estimates that only about five Americans die of snake bites of any kind each year. 
we're in far greater danger of being electrocuted by our Christmas lights, asphyxiated by dry cleaning bags, or stung to death by bees. And the risk of being bitten in your yard is pretty small. I mean, how often have you been bitten over the last 45 years? All these facts, along with information on how to discourage these snakes, what to avoid doing, picking up logs in your ravine, and what to do if bitten should reassure rational buyers. You'll be warning people of very low risk possibility, and in so doing, you'll help to make these risks even lower. I'll grant, however, in that, that it may be easier for me to talk about a rational buyer than for you to find one. These slithery reptiles somehow have a special grip on your, our fear centers. There's a reason they never made a movie called Bees on a Plane.